Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 746, air date August 30th, 2020. Thank you all for coming. My name is Jennifer Bennett, and I'm excited to be out here on the Truth Freedom Health Innovation Tour, No Force Vaccinations, with Dr. Shiva and all these incredible volunteers. We've been on the road since yesterday, and it's been incredible to see the turnout, the excitement, and the true bottoms-up movement that we're creating. Um, but today, I'm especially excited to be with the man who invented email 38 years ago. So, happy birthday, email. And, you know, I really want to give a lot of recognition to Dr. Shiva and his creation when he was just a 14-year-old boy in New Jersey. He created the first email system. So without further ado, please give Dr. Shiva a warm welcome and help celebrate the invention of email. All right, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. Anyway, Pittsfield is, if people haven't looked on the map, for those of you on in the world of Twitter and Facebook, etc., it's way, way out in Western Mass, right? How many miles are we away from New York? Like minutes, right? We're right on the New York border. In fact, we have people who come from New York here because a lot of people in New York have friends in Massachusetts. But one of the most important things is Pittsfield uh, has a lot of everyday working people here. We have people who have come here because they're extremely concerned about the direction of this country. And one of those uh, big areas is, are we headed towards freedom or slavery? I think you, you talked about one of the biggest things that we've been campaigning hard for is this issue of truth, freedom, and health. And that issue of truth, freedom, and health is being focused right now on one of the important issues about what Charlie Baker and his Democrat friends have passed which is forced vaccinations. That's where this is really headed towards. Particularly, recently they said all young kids have to get the flu shot. And you're looking at somebody who's considered one of the leading guys in the world on the immune system. My PhD is in biological engineering. I recently gave the lecture at the National Science Foundation on the immune system. The flu shot is highly, highly ineffective. Everyone knows that, you're a nurse, right? You know. Right, 36% maximum effectivity. And if you actually go read most of the papers, even among those 36% of people, it wasn't in fact that effective. They had to, you know, really rig the statistics to even get it to 36%. But most importantly, what we need to understand is, in the midst of all of this stuff about vaccines, you don't hear any discourse, particularly by people like Fauci, who has been in the, the bureaucracy of the scientific bureaucracy for over 40 years ever talking about boosting the immune system. That's never discussed. The only discussion is drugs and vaccines. Drugs and vaccines. And then you have the not-so-obvious establishment of people who say they're fighting for our medical freedom who are manipulating people, telling them, oh, let's get safe vaccines. All right, and that's why we've gotten here because the people who claim they're fighting for us have been selling us out. And the only way we're gonna win is bottoms up. 
you know, last weekend we called a rally against forced vaccinations in less than 12 hours, 200 people showed up on the Boston Common. The other fake group for 15 years has been fight, quote unquote, fighting by negotiating with legislators. That's what they do. And they are the lobbyists. They're the people who run nonprofit organizations. They take any issue, build a nonprofit around it, make money off of our suffering. They've done it with cancer research. They've done it with, you know, many types of medical research. And many of these people have been so-called fighting the forced vaccination movement for 15 years, but have been complete failures. And that's why we're even here. That's why Charlie Baker got emboldened to even attempt to do this because there's been failures in leadership of the so-called leaders against forced vaccinations because they're not really fighting, they're actually in collusion with their Democrat friends. And the way we're gonna win, which is what this is about, we're not here to lose anymore, is we must select the right leaders. Who do we select to lead us? Is it one of them or is it one of us? And for far too long, the reason we've lost is we've been selecting the Kennedys. That's who we select. We select the Kennedys because they take good pictures, they have good PR, they presented themselves as Camelot. But the reality is John Kennedy in 1962 is the one who signed into law the 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act. He's the one who did it based on very, very, very fake science, which was a very simplistic understanding of the immune system in 1962. And from 1962 onwards to 1986, a lot of young people were getting injured from these standardized set of vaccines. Every one of us here is different based on your genetics, your epigenetics. One size fits all medicine has never worked. It's not even the basis of medicine. Everyone is a unique person. The truth is we need the right medicine for the right person at the right time. And that's real science. In 2003, when the Human Genome Project ended, we realized this in a very profound way, that you, in order for medicine to move forward, you can't give everyone the same medicine. And that became the field of precision and personalized medicine, of which I'm considered one of the leaders. So one of the problems that they have with the powerful movement we built across, not only Massachusetts, but across this country and the world, is that you finally have one of you representing you. I got all their degrees, I got the PhD, I got all their awards, but I never forgot where I came from. I came from you, and I will always fight for you, because the working people in this country have been sold out. They've been sold out. They've been sold out by the Republican establishment and the Democrat establishment. And most importantly, they work together. And the way they work together is they control the playoffs. What do I mean by that? They control the primary elections. No one, probably very few people even know that there's a primary election coming up September 1st. Right? They don't want to tell everyone. That's where both parties figure out which lawyer lobbyist puppet they're going to have run. In the case of Massachusetts, the, Democrat, the Republican Party establishment always finds a designated loser, a designated loser in the Senate elections to lose to the Democrats. That's why we don't have any Republican senators. And 
the governor is always a Republican. Have you noticed that? So we got to wake up. They have an agreement. And in fact, the Republican governor isn't really a Republican. In fact, there's no Democrat or Republican. They're just one. They're aristocrats. They're not one of us. They're, they're aristocracy. How can we vote for Kennedys? They know nothing about us. They got a billion dollar trust fund. They can rape, murder, and be deceitful. They get away. One of us, working people, black or white, we do the crimes they did, we'd be in jail for a long time. But the Kennedys get away with it. And what they do is they take pictures with black people, they take pictures of poor white people, with veterans, and they plaster it out there to manipulate people as though they care about us. They know nothing about us. Everything they do is PR, public relations. And we gotta wake up. We have to choose the right leaders. We have to choose one of us. I came from nothing. I was considered, my family was considered untouchables in India. Racism on steroids is what I grew up on, okay? And then, when I grew up in the working class towns of New Jersey, working class people may have called me some names. That's not racism. The real racists are the, the elite liberals in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Elizabeth Warren is a racist. She used race to get advancement. So there is a racism. But it's not name calling. It's using race to divide people. Let me repeat what the real definition of racism is. Using race to divide people, using race for political advancement. That's racism. Racism serves economic interests, and it always has. You divide people up, you say, oh, that guy's got a, that guy's got big feet, that guy's got, got short feet. Okay, the big feet people are bad people, vote for me, all right? This has been going on for a long time. They find whatever difference they can. And the people who do that are the racists. You follow what I'm saying? We have to call out real racism. Black Lives Matter doesn't care about black lives. Just like those people who claim they want to support the police don't really care about police. They actually want to create two sides. There's actually one side. People and police have always been united. They always, always have. Look at every revolutionary movement. Whenever people rise up, the police always come to the side of the people. They choose the right side. But they want to divide people and the police because they want to make it black and white. And that's what they do. They don't care about black people. They don't care about police. They don't care about any of us. The only people who care about us is who? Us. We gotta stop voting for these Kennedys. The Republican establishment. I'm running in the Republican Party. Not because I support the Republican establishment. Because last time when I ran against Elizabeth Warren, they didn't allow me on the debate stage. Both of them, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, illegally kept me off the debate stage. 20 years ago, there was a Republican and a Democrat, and they allowed the independent candidate on. He only was polling at 1%. I was polling at 20%. These guys do not want one of us ever on the debate stage. You know why? Because we will destroy them. Because we will tell the truth on live TV. So this time, we're running on the Republican ballot. So all of you out there, the most important thing we have to do in the next 48 hours, there is there is the Republican primary, the primary on September 1st. When is it? When is it? September 1st, September 1st. So we gotta get everyone out to vote on September 1st in the primary. That's what we need.
because that's how they control the elections. The Republican establishment, they actually have the mailing list, the phone numbers of the 100,000 people they need to get out. They don't want high turnout. They want to keep it low. So they only get their fools voting for their lawyer lobbyist puppets. You follow how the game works? And the Democrats do the same thing. They don't want us voting in the primaries. It's like WWF wrestling. They, find, they control the whole thing. So by the time the general election comes, they have two idiots. Doesn't matter which idiot wins, they always win because it's a puppet who they can control. That's why we got to win the Republican primary because you finally have one of you. I'll fight, and what's our campaign based on? Truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. And what does that mean? That means this country was number one all of us, be it me, I came here when I was seven from India, be it you or you or your, your parents or your grandparents, your grandparents' grandparents, either you came here forcibly because you were leaving something or you know, because you were forced to come here, but all of us left somewhere else to come here seeking freedom. And some of us went through our own different levels of that. America offered that. But right now, that freedom is being taken away in incredible ways. First, they created this coronavirus fear-mongering nonsense, lying to people. And then, using that fear, which actually helped the elites, because 600 people have increased their wealth by $2.3 trillion. 600 billionaires increased their wealth. Facebook, Amazon, Walmart, the Waltons, all of those people. Meanwhile, 38 million people lost their jobs, small business owners have been destroyed, and now they're giving little subsidies out to people to get more people on welfare, not because they want to help them, because they want to control them. Then they're telling people to wear these stupid masks, which basically don't do anything. In fact, will hurt you. You know, it's like a, a mosquito going through um, a fence. Those masks do nothing. And yet, in the midst of all of this, they're also telling people to keep away from each other. Social distancing. Well, the number one way that you can boost your health is to have friendships, is to go to churches, have close relationships. Because when you do that, you boost your immune system. Fact. New England Journal of Medicine, 1988 landmark study, and also the work of Stephen Cole in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. When you have social isolation, it's worse than high blood pressure, worse than smoking, worse than obesity. I'll repeat that. Social isolation is worse than obesity, worse than smoking, worse than high blood pressure. When you have friendships, your body actually creates antimicrobials, which destroy viruses. You lower inflammation. Number one reason people live long is because of friendships. They feel love, they feel connected, they feel safe. And your body produces all the chemicals it needs. Number two reason is that, the sun. Vitamin D3, when that radiation hits your body, your body produces chemicals, which literally are like bullets, which blow up the walls of viruses. Now, if you are, if you have darker skin, like I do and you do, right? We need more sun. We need five to 15 times more sun. Let me repeat that, five to 15 times more sun. If you're lighter skin, you need less sun. So go out in the sun, 15 minutes, get the sun. You know, if you wanna put on your, whatever your tanning solution, 
you get the vitamin D3. You notice a lot of these bums have no issues. They're out in the sun all day, okay? And if we're darker, you gotta get at least five times that, at least 75 minutes, because it takes longer for that UVB radiation to go through us. But that vitamin D3 is one of the most important things to boost the immune system. Fauci didn't talk about that. None of this is discussed. 88,000 papers written on this. Not one, 88,000 papers. Vitamin D3. Ideally, you get it from the sun. In the winter time, you should supplement, which is what I wrote to the president about. Number two, vitamin A. You get it from the rich green leafy vegetables, the purple vegetables. Your thyroid, if it's working well, will convert that to vitamin A, and it protects your cell walls so the virus can't get in. Fact. Right? If you, As you age, as you get older, your thyroid function goes down. It's not able to do that conversion, so you need to boost it with a very important mineral called iodine, which has been depleted from the soil. That also I wrote to the president about. When I, the letter I wrote to the president, I said there's no reason to lock down the entire society. What we should do is those people who are immune compromised, protect them. The rest of us give us some maintenance doses of vitamin D3, vitamin A, vitamin C, iodine, and zinc. Zinc stops viral replication. I got a call back from the White House. I gave them a ear full on Fauci. I know they're listening, but Trump is in that swamp, okay? The fact that he's even in there throwing bombs at them still, I think he's doing a big service, all right? But the most important thing is what we do. Massachusetts, and I wanna leave you with this, is the center of the deep state. It really is. In the one mile radius around Harvard is where the true evil is. These are the elites. They're the ones who decide our future. And I know these guys. They're not good people. In fact, they're really some of the most weakest people who have figured out how to use science and make it money making. It's pay to play science now. You pay them enough money, they'll say, yeah, everyone should be vaccinated because follow the money. Big Pharma today, that's where they get their money. You pay them enough, they'll say, yes, you know, uh, Monsanto is good for you. You pay them enough, they'll tell you, yes, CO2 is a pollutant, okay? It's fake science. Fake news behind fake news is fake science. And I'm telling you that as a scientist who knows what's happening to this country. So they're violating truth, which is science. They're violating freedom. And with both that, it's, it's destroying health. Because when you destroy health, you create weak babies, weak children, weak citizens, and they don't have the strength to fight for freedom. Slavery. That's where we're at in 2020. Do we want to be slaves or do we want to be free people? That's the fundamental question. Freedom or slavery? And this forced vaccination issue is so, it's right in front of you. Right in front of you, okay? And this is like the final test. Because if we comply to this, it's game, set, match, I'm telling you, it's over. This country, as we know it, will be over if we keep complying to this stuff. You have to be defiant. And what this campaign is about, it's not just me running for Senate, it's about creating a powerful movement. It's about educating people, all of you, on basic principles so you have the weaponry to stand. I'm not talking about just, I'm glad the Second Amendment exists, but also the mental weaponry. 
When someone comes and tells you to force vaccinate you, even your doctor, who most of them are egomaniacs, and they don't, nurses do all the work, you know, hospital, you know, the hospital, we know this, they don't even learn the immune system. And if you really try to study the immune system, one of the weapons you want to take away from this is ask them, hey, does it make sense that everyone gets the same medicine? Does one size fit all? Ask your doctor that. And he won't have an answer. And then you can tell him, look, doesn't biology tell us that we should move to the right medicine for the right person at the right time? Ask him that. Okay? You need to recognize that these are fundamental principles that you should start questioning. And as Hippocrates said, if you're not your own doctor, you're a fool. We got to take responsibility for our lives. Our lives, which means our health. The government should not, it shouldn't be, but if I'm the doc, patient and you're my practitioner, what we have between me and you now is like a thousand different organizations. That's what Obamacare gave us. The IRS is in there. The NIH is in there. You have all these regulatory framework. And that's why if you go to a, God forbid you went to a hospital, knock on wood, no one has to do that. You know, 60% chance you're going to walk out with some other disease. I don't know if you know that. If you go walk into a hospital, number one source of death in this country is the adverse reaction to drugs and something that happens in the hospital. And you combine both those, higher than heart disease and cancer. So you don't want to go there. But if you do, you'll find out that if they give you an aspirin, a five cent aspirin, they will be billing it at 50 bucks. That's what happens when you create all this garbage between us and, and, and the doctor. And they've done that because they want costs high. They want hospital costs high, more profit. They want pharmaceutical costs high. This is why insurance loves high costs. It may, took me a while to figure this out. Why do insurance companies want high cost? Because then you are afraid that, oh my God, if this happened to me, I'm, I'm gonna have to pay a lot of money. So you buy insurance. Here's a solution which we've talked about in our Health Rights Act. So we have solutions for all these. Health, Health Rights Act. Eliminate the middlemen. Have people take responsibility. Find your own doctor, pay him 50 to 75 bucks a month. It's called DPC, direct primary care. This puts responsibility between you and your doctor. 85, 80, 80, 85% of the stuff occurs there. And God forbid something happens, 100 to 125 bucks, get the crisis care insurance. Simple solution. They don't want simple solutions. There's a lot of stuff we were just saying, right? That actually works against a lot of these diseases. They need to make it complicated because they got billion dollar people who want to give chemotherapy and all these agents. So it's time that we build a bottoms up movement. We listen to our gut instincts. We start taking responsibility for our health and the legislation needs to reflect that. Freedom, Digital Rights Act, you can see it up online. And finally, how do we solve, how do we get to truth? These academics, they are controlling truth. And the way we bring them, rein them in, is if we fund federal research with our tax dollars, when we fund their research and they're doing some experiment, when they do those experiments, the data from that is our data. It's not their data. I wanna be able to see the data. And if you remember about two months ago, there was a paper that was written that said hydroxychloroquine was dangerous. I don't know if you saw this. Written in the Lancet, which is one of the number one medical journals. 
And people said, can you show me the data? There was no data. They couldn't find it. They made it up. The paper was retracted. This is what's going on. I would say 70% of the academics in modern science should all be in jail. They're making up stuff. They, threw, they throw Wall Street guys in jail for doing insider trading, but these academics are manipulating data, they're getting grant money, they're running their own little fiefdoms. And that Citizen Science Act will put power back in our control. So what I'm trying to tell you is, you got someone who's gonna fight for you because I know what these guys are about. And I have all their awards, all their degrees, and this is a serious problem for them. Because guys like me are supposed to keep my mouth shut, just keep making money, and be part of the elite. But I have not forgotten where I came from. I came from working people like you. And that's what I still do. So we have to win. We gotta win. Truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. Let me take some questions. Anyone have a question? Any questions? Someone said, where can they leave a check for me? Notice, we never ask for donations. If, even if you go to my website, if you donate something to me, I actually will give you a book I wrote, an e-book called System and Revolution, and I actually give you a tool that I use to understand the body as a system. But you can give it right to Jen right there, okay? But by the way, we've raised close to, you know, one point some odd million dollars. I put money in, seven, all bottoms up. Average donation is around 17 bucks. That's not supposed to happen in a primary election. And what did we do? We took all of that money. We bought lawn signs. We bought TV advertising. We bought billboards. They don't know what the hell hit them. So we have to win the Republican primary. Step one. We win the Republican primary, we will destroy Markey or Kennedy. Because the way they've done this is they always find a designated loser to lose to the Democrats. But you got someone like me, and we will win in Western Mass, in Central Mass, and we'll win in Eastern Mass because everyday working people get it. Beyond Democrat or Republican, beyond left or right, they know they've been screwed over. And we have to stop that. We have to stop these false divisions because ultimately all of us are the same. We all want the same things. They don't want the same things, though. Okay? What's that? Yeah, so... If you are a Republican, you can vote in the Republican primary. If you're unenrolled, you ask for the Republican ballot, which means you're no party, ask for the Republican ballot. If you're a Democrat, up until August 22nd, you could have changed your registration like unenrolled, but you can't do that now, but you can vote in the general election, okay, for anyone. But right now, if even, even if you support our campaign, tell all your friends. If they're unenrolled, they're Republican to vote. We gotta get the vote out in the Republican primary. That's how we win. I'm telling you, we win the Republican primary. They're all in backroom discussions. Charlie Baker's friends with Marquis, friends with Joe Kennedy. He knows I'm running, but he has endorsed both of them. Bill Well, the Republican, has endorsed Joe Kennedy. They're afraid of us. They don't want outsiders. It's not Republican or Democrat. They don't want us representing us. Any other questions? Yes. What's my position on geoengineering? You're talking about the fracking and those kinds of things, right? Yeah, so the question is, what is my position on geoengineering? Look, technology, there's a lot of technology out there. And the issue is who controls that technology and for what purpose? 
And what's happening is most of the people in Congress are not technologists. So if you remember when Mark Zuckerberg came there and they were doing that interview, the senators didn't even know what to ask him or the House of Rep people. He can walk circles around them. But there was a time in this country when, it, when the country was started, 80, 90% of those people were scientists, engineers, blacksmiths. They actually knew because they actually were skilled people. 70% is lawyer, lobbyists, fools who create problems. So the, the reason I'm saying this is when you look at these technology issues, the reason a this stuff is happening is because it's being allowed to happen. Because these people are supposed to represent us know no science, they don't know any engineering, so they're controlled by their analysts, 20, 25 year old kids who are paid off by lobbyists. So they don't even understand the safety issues, they don't even ask the questions, right? So the geoengineering issues, which people have talked about, the issue is who's controlling that technology, who's making them accountable. And the only way you can do that is if you have people like myself who actually do technology and can ask them hard questions and can put them on the table. As a senator, you can call investigations, right? None of them are gonna do it because they don't even know what questions to ask them, okay? I mean, I'll have, I mean, I have four degrees in engineering, okay? So I can ask them, have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? That's what we did with the genetic engineering of foods. I was the first guy who wrote five scientific papers showing when you genetically engineer food, it alters the system and, and, and the food actually will create formaldehyde, all right? But we need engineers, we need plumbers, we need electricians, we need working people representing us and only for one term. One term, that's it. We don't want people in there all day long. Okay. All right, but we have lawn signs here. We have bumper stickers here. We're headed up. By the way, we started at the Boston Common yesterday. 200 people showed up. We had a great rally for forced vaccinations. Then we went up to, against forced vaccinations, and we went to where? Worcester, we had 100 people show up there. On what was supposed to be thunderstorms and rains. We don't care, rain or shine, we fight. Then at Chickapoo, we had a couple hundred people. We had a wonderful family in Great Barrington, a family whose business is being driven into the ground, a father who actually built an inn with his bare hands because of this lockdown they hosted us, and now we're here in Pittsfield. Anything else? All right. Yeah, and by the way, we need to end real racism. Real racism is people using race. That's what real racism is. And it's time we end the division between black and white. And that's what we gotta do. Black lives do matter, but BLM is an arm of the Democratic Party. They are separating and dividing blacks and whites. And I have experienced real racism all my life. All my life I experienced real racism. And it's time we end real racism. And that's gonna happen when we realize that in any revolutionary movement, police and people have always been united. Anyone who's dividing us is the real racist. And the real racists are people who wanna divide us. And the real enemy is the establishment. The Democratic Party establishment and the Republican Party establishment. And that's what the real racists are. And it's time we end real racism. And you have to remember on the Boston Common, Marty Walsh, who's a real racist, the average net worth of a black person in Boston today is $8.
$8 is what the average net worth is. And that's the racism we have to attack the elites in this country who divide black and white. And we gotta end that. And you're looking at someone who has called all sorts of names, who experienced racism in two continents, but the biggest racists are the white liberal elite in a one mile radius in Cambridge, Massachusetts. The white liberal elites are the biggest racists. Malcolm X called them out, and I'm calling them out. And it's time we end real racism. And we have a discussion about racism. And that's what we need to do. When a person of my color has experienced real racism, and then you have a white liberal who dares talk about racism, go to hell. You don't know what real racism is. Because they want to divide this country up. And we're going to bring this country together. Thank you very much. Truth, freedom, and health. We're going to unite this country against our real enemy. Those people who pit blacks and whites while they run off making $2.3 trillion. That's what happened in the last six months. A bunch of white liberals made $2.3 trillion. That's what's going on in this country. And we need to talk about the economic interests that divide black and white. And until we talk about that, it's fake racism. We need to talk about the real racism. No to racism. No to racism. End real racism. To hell with fake racism. Thank you.